0: Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month, taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.
1: All right, welcome to SariFi's gift and I speak We have a very, very... Very special guest today. Very. I'm I'm talking about a three-time All-American, two-time All-American, three-time All-Big Ten uh, offensive lineman at OSU, the Remington Trophy winner, Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year 2017, and then in 2018 on the All-Rookie Team. Billy Price, ladies and gentlemen. First round traffic. Exactly. Here we go. Bringing him in. Billy, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Today. Yeah, welcome to the show. It's great to have us. Yes, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we're so excited. Uh, thank you for coming. I know that I appreciate having you here. I know the fans appreciate having you here. We're just very excited to have you on the show and excited to see what's gonna, what you have in store for us this season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, Billy, so, uh, yeah, we, so you, last year, you made the move from center to guard, and guard is a position mm-hmm. you played at Ohio Estates. And uh, what what is that like? Where, where are you right now in terms of your preparation? Is it, do you favor left guard, right guard? What has the transition been like?
3: Uh, yeah, so the transition last year, um, you know, got to find a place where you fit in, especially uh, coming into training camp hurt. Um, got to play left guard and uh, got a little bit more settled in at right guard towards the end of the year. Um, but being able to have the flexibility to play all three interior positions, I know that's something that the Bengals actually absolutely appreciate. Um, and can be able to do it on, on a moment's notice. Yeah.
1: That's, that's great, yeah.
2: But. Yeah, and, and, and let me follow up with that. So you've, you've probably heard the whole New Day uh, saying, and, and a lot of us have been excited now, not just, I mean, for last year, this year, I mean, last year obviously wasn't what, you know, we would want necessarily, but it also led to the, the, the Borough signing and, and all that. There seems to be a lot of excitement. And the players seem excited. They seem charged uh, in the Bengals. What is it about Coach Zach? What is it that we're not seeing as fans that makes the players so excited? What's going on behind the scenes that's making the people so ready to play and ready to win?
3: Yeah, he's got a coach, Coach Taylor's got a youth, um, a youth energy behind him. He understands, you know, the pop culture and understands, you know, what's important to players. Um, you know, last year I always tell people we almost had like a college-esque type offense. Again, we did a lot of motions, a lot of shifts, and a lot of those things actually help the players. And so when you're helping the players and we can try to perform better and we can execute better, it's just, it just makes us more comfortable out there. Um, you know, we had a couple hiccups last year, especially in the run game, especially, you know, in the early part of the season. But as you saw after we uh, – I think we, when we played the uh, Rams over in London, things just took off. And, yeah. you know, it's a, a lot of credit to the coaches. You know, they, they made some changes, did some things. And things really took off and it makes it, it makes it exciting for the guys, especially in in that organization, in the facility, that every day you go to work for somebody who's gonna make he's gonna go out and help you and make sure that you guys are performing the best.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw that. I saw the explosivity the the shall we say, viscosity. It was really exciting. May I may I follow that up with another question, which is that you know, obviously the head coach makes a big difference on the team, but uh position coach is someone that you work directly with now what what's different about coach turner's approach than the other coaches you've had in the, in the past
3: mm-hmm. um you know coach turner um a guy i mean he's very he's got a military background he's again yeah. he's an, an accountability guy um you got a lot of respect for him you know and i think every coach has got their 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 quirk that's better about them compared to other guys and so you can't say that one's better than the other no. i just know that the offensive staff worked collectively as a whole very very well together and again as i said after we played the rams you know the run game just took off and that's something again as an offensive lineman you'd love to see that you know putting 100 plus rushing yards on an nfl defense is something that's not very it's not easy i know no. we play the baltimore ravens put 100 yards on them you know it was something that was um we took a lot of pride in that and you know those are the changes that coach coach taylor and coach turner made for us and we were not executed.
2: Yeah, it was exciting. It, it was exciting. And, and, and I think we're going to see much more of that this year, personally.
1: Yeah. yeah but, I mean, another thing to be excited about, no doubt, is the quarterback change. We, and, yeah. you know, Andy Dalton was, was a great quarterback in his own right. Uh, but what is it like going from that? Because, you know, Andy Dalton, in terms of blocking, so Andy Dalton got the ball out really quickly, right? I and mean, so he avoided sacks and avoided a lot of pressures by getting the ball out so quick. Uh, but and 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 Burrow likes to go off script a lot, yeah. He and but at yeah. the same time, he can avoid a lot of the sacks or a lot of the problems when plays break down because of his ability to create and improvise. Well, how are you? How is that? How does that affect your uh, preparation? Or, or uh, how are you excited about you know blocking for a different kind of quarterback?
3: I mean, I think it gives the offensive line and you know, a guy's going to be able to take off and and, and make those downfield plays when things get bad. And I think you saw, you saw that with Joe many, many times playing for LSU. Um, you know, playing against Georgia, there's a couple of clips again. He's just launching the ball 60 yards downfield. Guys are open, making touchdowns and and whatnot. But I think that him avoiding the pressure, uh, I think he'll get, you know, he will learn what ASC North is about, and he's going to do a great job avoiding and making sure they we're getting positive yards and, and avoiding those sacks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so exciting. You got five Buckeyes on the team. Uh, I know you, you practiced with Borough Ohio State. Sam Hubbard is, is, is good friends with Joel. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, 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 and tell me, I mean, like, do you guys have a relationship yet? Is there a friendship? Is there a kindred, mm-hmm. spiritship already on the team that's happening? I know that the COVID lockdown might have affected that. Tell us about that, if you would.
3: Yeah, no, again, it's it just like meeting old friends again, man. Um, you know, I've got – I practice with all the Buckeyes that are on our team now. Um, Playing with Mike Jordan, uh, playing with Mike Jordan, Von Bell, Sam Hubbard, now Joe. Um, these guys, it's great. It's it's phenomenal yeah. to be able to see these guys I and mean, be able to continue that relationship again. Because I know, you know, the time that you know I'm I'm blocking for Joe, it's going to be quick and easy. Because I know how Joe plays as a quarterback. Um, That's right. You know, as he's developed as his time at LSU, it's going to be, you know, he might be a little bit more elusive. But you know, you still know Joe's Joe's got that swagger back there that he's going to be able to make plays for us. He's gonna he's got that leadership. He walks into the huddle. Demands that attention, demands that respect, and that's something you really, you really, you t- you tip your hat off to as a guy who's gone through some things, been been through the experiences and whatnot. So you're very comfortable with the guys that are around you.
1: Yeah, and and Billy, I mean, you talked about the injuries, and I know I know that has been something. You you, you had the torn biceps, I think, with the uh, the, the bench press, uh, the draft process. Yeah,
3: tore by, tore by tech. my mm-hmm. pack.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you had the foot injury your rookie year, and, and the plantar fasciitis mm-hmm. uh, and, and then early <laughs> last year in the back, in the back injury. Where are you yep. in terms of health and and, and, well, and, and nutrition and thing. those kind of things?
3: Yeah. Yep. Listen, so the greatest thing I did this this past offseason was come down to Dallas, Texas, and get down with uh, Duke Maniweather, um an offensive line guru and somebody who really took me from. Uh, I, you know, I went down at the end of January and really was able to kind of get a full evaluation of me, um, within a week and a half, my back was fixed. It actually ended up being a little bit of a hip tightness. And then with the plantar fasciitis, we did some things this off season and we we're continuing to do these things. It's just preventative maintenance. Um, you know, the number one thing I told myself, you know, evaluating last year's, don't come to training camp hurt. Uh, I told my plantar fasciitis two weeks before training camp running, doing some conditioning stuff. And in the NFL, you know, your shot is only so minimal, so, so minimal. Yeah. And so coming into training camp hurt, you know, and then didn't come back for another uh, seven days after that. You know, you're already behind the eight ball as guys have gotten a continuity and guys have gotten together and started to build that chemistry in the offensive line. Um, yeah. Everything else is doing good. There. No, no back issues, no hip issues. My feet are fantastic. Um, you know, the my mental health and everything is doing fantastic as well. You know, I'm in a place that I understand that I gotta make sure I I come prepared for any position. I come prepared with a chip on my shoulder and to make sure that I'm gonna go put my best foot forward because again, I was a first round pick in two thousand eighteen and that's something that I don't take lightly at all.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: You're young and recovery for you is, is not really gonna be a big deal because you're young and healthy and that's great. And and you should maybe also try some oils like avocado oils and Turmeric and other things it's things I can, I can tweet this out to people so they know there's there's all kinds of things I do my regime in the morning, which is a lot of vegetable play, uh, based omega
3: three. So I'm having a hard time hearing my man. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. I can't hear. I can't oh. hear Dr. Haji.
1: It's probably because he was spitting out nonsense. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, okay. It's
3: okay it's, yeah. okay. it's just a lot of blo- a lot of blobber in it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: That,
1: Please that's fine. All of that. Please, disappoint.
0: that's fine. Actually, you yeah. guys don't
2: need to use my magic. That's okay.
1: We're going to bring in the opposite of nonsense, and that is Coach Matt Menich, who is an expert on everything football. Uh, He's a writer at Cincy Jungle, and he is very, very high on you and very much looking forward to seeing what you can do next year after a very positive conclusion to your last season. Coach Menich.
4: Hey, how's everybody doing? Very good. Good. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Billy, uh, we've talked about it a little bit here. It's, It's been mentioned a little bit about your versatility and I think a lot of people don't realize that an NFL team is generally going into a week with eight, maybe nine offensive linemen active. So that is something that's really important. And even when you're in a starting role at one position, you could you could shift into another one during the game just because something happens. So uh, you've mentioned it a couple of times, but how do you prepare, not only going into the season, but going into a week when you might be expecting to, to start at left guard, maybe you start at left guard, but, One play into the game, you know, something happens, and uh, and all of a sudden you're you're snapping. Uh, How do you prepare to, you know, for multiple positions like that?
3: Um, And I think the first thing is I I don't think that people truly understand how difficult that really is. Um, I I know Cody Whitehair spoke about it uh, a couple years ago. It was like all of a sudden you go from playing center from when he was playing with Chicago to going to play left guard, and he used the analogy: it's like wiping your your rear end with your opposite hand and how difficult something like that is and some people it's oh you know it's just it's you know your left hand or right hand and you're playing guard it's no big deal uh it's a substantial difference and especially the timing and then the continuity and chemistry you have with that tackle the tackle that's next to you um so going into that preparation I, I think the biggest aspect again as you alluded to you have eight guys active you have to have some sort of rep with those guys during the week um and that was something during the week you know it may have you know, during the week, you know Mike Jordan and John Miller are starting guards. Of this, the you know they're healthy this week. to say, um, you know, a couple reps in each in each period. I would go and get those the last two reps at a left guard or a right guard or a, even at center. Um, and then on game day, same thing as our pre-practice or our pre-game warm-up. Um, you know, the, the one offense, one defense always gets four or five plays, and I would take a I would take a snap at every single position, just to get your feet wet, get your body moving, just to get comfortable back in that position and that stance. But it's not easy. Um, again, and you have to understand the playbook and, and offense at every single dimension. Um, and you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I can't go and play tackle being 6'4". Six, 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 I have to understand it from all three interior positions. Thankfully, because if we had to go to tackle, you know, the offenses offenses in the NFL playing tackle, or it's a it's a whole other world out there.
4: So. You know, you talk about how difficult that is. Uh, I, I think you played both left and right guard at Ohio State before moving to center, right? Yes,
3: yeah, so I played two years at left guard, um, our national championship run, and then in fifteen and then in sixteen I played right guard, and then seventeen I played center. So I had okay. I had experience at all three. Um, I, obviously, I, I were I am right handed, so I'm very a lot more comfortable playing right guard. Mm-hmm. Um, we played when we played the Patriots this year, and John Miller got dinged had to go in and it was a lot more comfortable <laughs> than going in to play left guard when I had to go thrown in there against uh, San Francisco at the end there when Mike Jordan got his knee dinged up funny that
4: it's funny you mentioned that because uh, you know you you played left guard the majority of the season um, and then at the end of the year when you came in and played right guard against the Dolphins I really felt like that was your best game I, I have no idea what coach Turner thought of it um, but I mean I especially in the run game uh, you know I, I thought you were getting some some great movement in that in that game. Uh, there was one play in the first half where you had a reach block on a on a zero technique nose tackle and it, and it looked effortless. so uh, yeah, would you say that you are more comfortable in the in the right guard position then?
3: yeah I, I I would say that um but again, in the NFL, you can't become comfortable and locked in at one spot you know in my situation. Um, the Miami game though was we starting to get some continuity and especially with Bobby Hart. Somebody that I hadn't played a lot of snaps with uh, during the season, but it just made it 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 was easier. Um, Again, the run mechanics and some of the fundamentals that you do in the run game were just a lot more effortless, I should say. Um, The reach block that you're talking about, you know, and and I have a great relationship with Trey Hopkins and it's just smooth like butter, smooth like butter, especially that zero reach block. You know, Trey does a great job turning the shoulders. I get a good first, second step. And then all of a sudden you lock it in and Joe goes and makes us look great. So it's just it's all about the continuity and the relationships and the chemistry that you have in that offensive line room. Um, sure. And that starts even right now during this virtual period. I mean, I was talking I've talked to Trey weekly and it was just to make sure you continue to build that and continue to work together um, in whatever the capacity that might be.
4: So Trey is kind of your anchor. You, you always know how you're going to interact with him, you know, regardless of, uh, of which which guard spot you're coming in at.
3: Yeah. And it was, it was very easy. And, you know, he and I have, like I guess I have a great relationship that there was a lot of I mean, you know playing centered together. Hey Bill, what do you think about this? Or, you know, I would track the packages and the def- different defensive personnels or, you know, I would be, you know, Hey, you know, pay attention to this. Hey, watch this guy, you know, catch tendencies and film study, um, sending clips to one another during the week. And it's just, it, it makes it very, very easy and effortless, especially what, like you said, you know, how Trey's going to react. I know how, you know, um, Jonah Williams is going to react this year. And so those are some of the things that make it easier um, in the grand scheme. So uh,
4: you playing center, like you kind of understand where Trey is coming from. So that, that, that kind of makes that mm-hmm. an even better relationship.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and the, the beautiful thing about it is, too, and we've had a conversation this offseason, I might not see something the same way he does. But, you know, he might not see it the way I do. But the, the beautiful thing is no matter what, we still got to get it blocked. So, yeah. you know, and that's that's the thing you get with the offensive of coaches during the week, um, especially during like, for instance, like on pass protection days. And again, we meet with the quarterbacks. You know, the coaches might completely see it different than Trey and I do, but it's a conversation. All right. Hey, how are we going to assess this? How are we going to block this? All right. If this is a situation, this is how we're going to attack it. If this is this personnel, this down a distance, et cetera, this is what we're doing. Um, and so that's just it makes it it makes it great. And, um, you know, communication is the biggest aspect in all of that, though.
4: So. Obviously, you've got a relationship with Trey. You know Trey. You've you played with a lot of these guys. Uh, but you've got Xavier Suofilo coming in. You've got a uh, mm-hmm. rookie coming in, Hakeem Adenegy. Have, mm-hmm. you know, in this world that we're living in right now, where this is the only kind of communication, you know, interaction you have with people in general, have you had a chance to to build a relationship with some of the new guys in the O-line?
3: Yeah, and it's actually, um, ironically, I know both of them. Um, so I know Xavier Suofilo. <laughs> Uh, I did my combine training and a little bit of training with offensive line performance out there in Arizona with little Charles Bentley and Xavier is one of his clients. Um, so I knew Xavier from training. And then actually Akeem, or um, yeah, Akeem Denneji is actually down here in Dallas, Texas with me with uh, Duke. So I was working out with him last week. So I, uh, I know Akeem. Yeah, he's a, he's a smart one. I can tell you that he's going to be a great addition to the line. Um, you know, tall, slender kind of guy again, but he's, he's got that nasty and then he's a strong kid, very smart kid. So like I said, a great a great addition to the room.
4: Yeah, I know people. Some people were a little disappointed they waited so long in the in the draft to add another offensive lineman. But I mean, the guy they got. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have batted it, I at taking him uh, several rounds earlier. So yeah, that was definitely uh, definitely a great addition there.
3: Yeah, he's going to be good. And uh, again, the draft. Everybody everybody's got their opinions on things. I know our our draft staff and those guys are all they had a plan. so I know. We uh, we had some great additions all the way from you know first round all the way down to the guys that we uh, undrafted free agents. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great competition this upcoming fall, and I know a lot of guys are gonna fit in, and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be some good competition. Yeah, yeah definitely looking forward to seeing it.
2: We really are. Uh, yeah, yeah, really
1: I mean, can I... You know, yeah. But I just we had Marissa on, and... yeah. You know, I agree with her, actually. You know, a lot of people are worried about the offensive line because of the past, but the, the second half of last year showed a lot of promise, and we found players in maybe unconventional ways for some teams, but not for the Bengals. The Bengals have turned late-round picks and, and these type of things into really great, uh, you know, linemen. And, you mm-hmm. know, they picked up uh, Fred Johnson, I think, right, last year. And, yep. uh, and, and I mean, it's like... it's it's mostly about the cohesion with offensive line. Am I right? Like, if if the pieces fit, if the guys have that chemistry, it doesn't really matter if the guy you drafted was a, you know, where he was in the draft or a really expensive free agent. You just kind of want to get that culture. Am am I correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You think about the guys in the playoffs and every single one of those playoff teams their offensive lines. The continuity and the chemistry, they're very, very close. Um, You see guys, you know, Dallas offensive line trains together all offseason. The Saints offensive line is always, always always so damn good um, and it's just, it comes it comes down to that and you know I know that's what our guys um, you know coach Taylor talked about drafting guys and signing guys you know leaders in their locker room guys who were you know um, accountable you know huge you know that was a huge huge aspect for Coach Taylor going into this year yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah,
3: okay. yeah. Follow Sorry, up. I, yeah quick,
2: quick quick follow up question billy i don't know if you can hear me this time but uh, do you have do you have a role model, someone that you like, want to be like another another offensive lineman of the past, someone that you model your playing style and who you are and what you want to be
3: after? Um, yeah, I think I started probably watching Travis Frederick from the, uh, the Cowboys, uh, yeah. probably going into my senior year. Um, just somebody, I mean, he's just, he knows what's going on at all yeah. times and he is, he is a tenacious blocker. Big 10 guy went to Wisconsin. I mean, a big, you know, a solid, a true anchor. Um, when I was yeah. at Ohio state, you know, coach Meyer always talked about the center being the apex of the offensive line of the offense, the guy who's the leader guy, who's going out there and, you know, leading the charge, and making sure everybody's ready to go. And that's something that I I took into consideration and something that was very uh, near and dear to me at Ohio state. Um, you gotta be the apex. You gotta be the anchor. And I know Travis um, through his play has done a, an absolutely fantastic job. And, you know, somebody who, who should be considered for the Hall of Fame, for sure.
2: That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, I got to say yeah. that, you know, I got to yeah. say, I, after, after talking to Mr. Price, I'm yeah. pumped. I am pumped about oh, yeah. this year. I am pumped about the Bengals. I am oh, pumped about it, the yeah. O-line. I think the haters out there who, who doubt this team got to not talk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're really mostly talking about the Steelers fans. Uh, but yeah. You yeah, got Steelers fans, you got your
2: Ravens fans, you got your yeah. certain people on, on ESPN and elsewhere who, who don't believe in the Bengals. I believe in this team, and I think this is going to be a great year, including the O line.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Billy, the running backs. I mean, you look at the talents at the position of the running I don't know. I didn't even know where to start. I mean, other teams would be lucky to have half of the running backs that mm-hmm. we have. You
3: know, and, oh, yeah. And it, yeah, and we got, yeah, go ahead, please. I would say, I mean, Joe Mixon, Giovanni oh, Bernard, yeah. Tre'von Henderson, or Trevion Williams back there, uh, Rodney Anderson. Again, Rodney, was before he got hurt during preseason, I mean, making cuts, you know, taking guys on the second level, not afraid of contact. I, again, as you said, you got a stable running backs so of four guys, and then when we just signed a kid out of Florida State, kills Patrick. I mean who else is, who else across the league's got that kind of stable back there? who, who got the horses like we got back there? And what, what is it
1: like blocking for the game? What's the difference between their because I, I know that you know you have uh, you have you have a, a, the geotype you know, kind of the smaller kind of uh, feisty guy with a good pass blocking. I think uh, Travion also has that kind of similar style you know mm-hmm. uh, and then you have Mixon, who's just like a big guy, but he runs like a, like I don't know he runs like a smaller guy.
3: What's the difference in terms of the blocking for them? Um, I, I guess the biggest and the best thing about all, all four of them is they'll have a communication with the offensive line. Like, if we see a certain look and, you know, we're going to attack a guy and this is what they, but we can communicate and this is what they expect from us. And that's something that Joe does a great job and he'll he have conversations with Bobby, Trey all these guys during the week and, you know, Hey, you know, if you're going to set the guy up this way, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, catch a guy. And all of a sudden those are when you see those 10 plus yard runs. You know, I know the statistics just came out this past week from the NFL about guys who had 10 plus yard runs and, and Joe Mixon was what, if not first, second. Yeah. And again, that's a guy that's, that's, that's why you have that communication. You have that, um, that accountability and somebody who takes pride in his job. And he's got such a passion for football. I mean he yeah. hates losing i i can't say we went what oh and nine at first or whatever we, we lost a stretch of games at first and pissed off after every single game and he's the first guy to talk about things first guy you know checking people to make sure that people are accountable that's my guy that's the that's yeah. the leader in the locker room that, that's my guy
2: yeah, yeah. Gr- great twitter account too
3: yeah uh, yes yes yeah. So a, hey and a really really good mad player too
2: i know yeah i've heard yeah.
1: So yeah, so we have some questions from uh, Reddit, real quick. I mean, if, if, if you want, do you have time, Billy? A little more time?
3: Yeah, absolutely. What's 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 the questions? Yeah. So this one
1: comes from Gupla Estank, and it says, uh, "What goals have you set for yourself? What steps have you taken to achieve those goals?" Thank you for signing my hat. You are a cool dude. I see you at work all the time.
3: Yeah. Um. So again, for me, it's you know start continuing to crack that, get back in that starting lineup. Um. I know there's a lot of competition, a lot of a lot of meat on the bone there guard for us. And um, it's everything that I've done in Dallas. It's the preventative maintenance, making sure that my feet, my joints, ankles, shoulders, back, everything is healthy for when we come up to this fall. Um, and, again, it starts at training camp. Show up training camp at weight, healthy, ready to rock, and go kill the conditioning test and let the rest just fall where it, fall where it should be because I know, again, I know the kind of football player that I am, and we're going to continue to go make strides this year and make sure that we're, we're ready to rock. Great, and and, and that Pirates game is the user. He doesn't
1: have a question. He just says, tell him I like his dog. I just, I just
3: that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I say, I got two dogs. I have, uh, I got Cora and Colby. They're two silver labs. Uh, Cora is going to be, she just turned two. And then Colby is another, he's my puppy. He uh, just turned one, but he's like a 97 pound puppy. So, he's, Whoa. Wow. He's, so yeah, he's a big boy, but he's a lion a puppy. He, yeah, maybe wife, he played tackle. Wife, uh, my wife's snuggle buddy. <laughs> yeah, great tackle. That's cute. <laughs> yeah, and so so uh,
1: Chet Knox, this user asked you: Have you ever threw a puppet in the trash?
2: Oh, that hurts. A...
3: Yeah, yeah I throw a puppet in the trash. Yeah, yeah I uh, no 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 puppets puppets they they stay on the shelf or or when being used. See, see, see? That's Billy, not really get, Billy, we get yeah. a, we get a lot of hate out there because we're
2: puppets. Can you believe man. that? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even want to show you some of
1: the stuff people have used very vulgar language, but you know, yeah. Ken Anderson tweeted about us after he's on the show. And he said it was his bucket yeah. this to be on the show hosted by puppets. So that's all he yeah. that matters
3: to us. Yeah. Hey, check the check the box off for Ken. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, all right. Well, I mean, I think we asked you other questions. Is that yeah?
3: Very generous else, with your
1: time. Anything else you want to share with us, Vinny?
3: Nah, no, I know we're looking forward to the season. Um, and I just everybody's got to be safe these days, right now, especially with COVID going on. Um, you have got to be safe again for us to have a season. Everybody's got to try to continue to wear masks, continue to contain this virus, uh, wash your hands, take care of your family, take care of your loved ones, your elderly, and make sure you just 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 help your neighbors too. Um, I think with this COVID stuff again, it, it it might be a discomfort for ten minutes to go into a store with a mask on, but for ten minutes you're going to impact a lot of other lives, and I think that's really important for us. And the NFL and every other um, you know, sport that is coming up here, I just you got to take care of yourselves, folks. Yeah, wear your mask.
1: We really want to see the Bengals this year. Please, yeah. wear, your masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We Please have, wear your mask. Yeah, and we have. Yeah. So, uh, Coach Manir, any final questions?
4: Yeah, I, I, I do have one. You mentioned Joe Mixon and his leadership. I was just wondering, who is uh, who are the leaders on the offensive line specifically.
3: Um, I would say you know I. I I'm right, putting you a little you know, bit on the spot there.
4: Sorry about that. But.
3: Yeah, I would say, no, no, it's fine. No, it's just, it's just, we've had, so we had so much fluidity last year, so many different starting lineups. Um, but, you know, Bobby was one of the guys who really did, I mean, he's, he's a guy who holds people accountable. Um, you know, you talked about that Miami game, for instance, and all week, again, every stretch block that we did in practice, um, you know, he's always on me, hey, backside hand, backside hand, drive knee through the crotch, you know, different coaching cues that were really helpful mm-hmm. for me. And that's what you see during the week, or that's what you see on that game. Um, you know, had a lot of really good blocks, and against you know against you know good defensive linemen out there. I mean, this is the NFL. There's no slouchers out there. So um, you got. I do give. I do tip my hat off to him again, Trey Hopkins again. You know, he he developed into a role last year again. He you know starting center and just really again midway through the season it was like, yo, this is my line. This is my team. You know, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. And you, know, you got to give your, give your hat off to him again. The accountability, the leadership. Um, and as I alluded to, being the apex. Great. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, I mean,
1: Hoji, any final, any no, final just,
2: I, I just, I just really appreciate Billy coming on the show and pumping us all up, because this oh, is yeah. going to be—I mean, this is so exciting.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be—it's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be an absolute great year. Yeah. And if you guys can feel the energy off of me, you should—you should see Coach Taylor during some of our Zoom, our Zoom meetings during the virtual offseason period. That's awesome. Um, you know, just ready to go, chomping at the bit um and again it's going to be it's going to be a fun year for us he yeah. is younger than my oldest stepson he's so young wow
1: yeah he wow. Is young. I, I mean he is he, yeah. And, it, yeah that is crazy yeah. well uh billy thank you for uh, coming on the show I, I don't know if you know the show is really really taking off we've had a lot of bangles i mean if you have other bangles friends i assume you you do uh you can tell them to come on the show we'll be happy to have them Definitely. uh you we we have recently been uh, expanding the show, and we have uh, getting a lot of uh, people who are being patronizing toward us on Patreon.com. We have five uh, people like that so far, and we also have people can join the channel and become members. So it's just people are just loving the show, and, and you coming on this shows uh, how important it is. So we really appreciate that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. day. No problem. Tag me, tag me on Twitter, tag me on Instagram. I'll make sure we share it out and continue to grow the show. Thank you, That's thank great. you. so Remember great. everybody, subscribe to the channel too.
2: Yeah, yeah. please, yeah. please, yeah.
3: And uh, write comments
2: about how much you love the show because we get a lot
3: of hate. And Billy, how much you love Billy. <laughs> yeah. And how much you love me and how much you love The Puppets. And <laughs> how much you love Billy Price. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, well, for Billy Price and Coach Matt Minich and Dr. Roger Director Gizmoji, I'm Danny McDoug. We will see you next time. So long, sweetie.